Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Guys, get ready. Put your thinking caps on. Today, we are hanging out with our good friend, Meg Clark from Clapping Dog Media. She is an SEO expert. Don't let that scare you. Don't let that intimidate you. She's breaking everything down super, super simply today, and she's going to give you some awesome tips on how to move forward. What are we covering today, Abby? We are talking about what the heck SEO even is, how you can do it yourself, some of her favorite links to get reporting tools and data back on your own website to see how you're standing in for the freaks. Yeah, for free, of course. Duh, that's the best kind, obviously. <laughs> and then we are talking through when it makes sense to hire an SEO expert and the kind of SEO expert you should be looking for and when you should run for the hills. Ooh, super helpful. So stay tuned. Bust out your notebooks, put your thinking cap on, get ready. Today, we have Meg Clark on the podcast from Clapping Dog Media. We're so excited you're here today. I was going to like clap and then bark, but then I figured that would get really awkward. (laughs) So thanks for coming. (laughs) Thanks. I'm so excited to be here, girls. Good. Well, we hear stuff on the internet about... Uh On the old Goog. About descriptions and metadata and tags and alt text and I, <laughs> what are the other things, Emily? I can't even uh, think of Optimization, ranking, keywords, jibber-jabber to the title of your image. You know, it's a lot of junk that rolls into what is SEO. And I feel like to get us off on the right foot today, before we can even battle SEO tactics and doing better, I think you should lift the veil and like dumb it down for us as to what the French toast all of this is and 
kind of like baby step us into this process. I mean, I know what the acronym for SEO is. Oh, I know what it stands for. That's about it. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if everybody else does. So let's let's start there. I would be happy to. Yes. (laughs) I would like to consider myself more of like the bridge builder between creative entrepreneurs and Google. So if we can consider myself like that SEO bridge builder. So I would be happy to kind of break down and make SEO simple because in reality, a lot of SEO is simple. Good business is good SEO. So we can kind of break it down and I'll try to remember all the (laughs) jibber jabberish words that you just threw out there and we'll, we'll talk about it. One of the most common words that you hear about when you talk about SEO, which really, which stands for, for all of you that don't know, is search engine optimization. One of the most common words that you hear is rank, like where does my page rank? And all of that is really refers to where you rank on the Google search results page. So when somebody Googles you on the interwebs, where do you fall on that page? Like, are you, do you fall like number one? So people click on you immediately, or do you, are you on page four or five or six where you're basically lost in oblivion? So page rank is where you rank is that, like, where are you on the Google search results page? And then tags and meta descriptions and meta stuff mm-hmm. is really who you are and what you want to be known for according to Google. So Google basically reads your site. It's pretty kind of freaky, but they read all of the words that you put on your site. And so you have a way of tagging it and writing descriptions about what you want to be known for. And so all of that tags and meta descriptions, all of that really refers to how you tell Google about yourself. So that's really what that's that's about. Mm-hmm. What are the other words that we threw out there? We'd rank meta descriptions, tag alt, images. Alt. Yes, alt. Yes. So because Google can read, they can't quite decipher pictures yet or videos or audio yet. You have to put what's called alternatives or alternative tags or alt tags on your other media because we're super cool. We put lots of alternative medias within our blog posts or on our pages. So you need to tag or put alt tags on all of that media, and which is basically telling Google what the heck it is. And especially for images, it's so important to put really good descriptive tags or words on your images because so many people search Google images for stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you put good description tags, your images are going to be found on Google. Yeah, I'm going to be real honest with you guys and say that we like really didn't know how to optimize SEO when we first started. We knew it was important and we knew it would work like it's beneficial to know that kind of stuff. But I think it was so overwhelming. And so like we kind of tried to do stuff that we thought might work, but we didn't really know if that's what was leading into it. And I think naming our images with really, really good keywords and sentences that people were actually searching is the one thing that probably helped us at the very beginning, especially because we were relying on Pinterest so much and Pinterest and Google are friends to get that content found. That's right. Pinterest and Google and YouTube are really BFFs because Mm -hmm. I think that there's this misconception 
it is a really common train of thinking that if you have really good services and you have a really beautiful website, that people are naturally going to come to you. And that's true to a point, but if it's really hard to find you, you can only grow so big. So I think SEO is kind of like this hidden gem that really helps you be all that you are meant to be. And it really helps creatives and all businesses really just kind of be found with just honestly, just a little bit more work. So that's really, I'm really excited about. That's really why I, I try to do what I do really well and really just break down this misconception that SEO is really complicated because it's, it doesn't have to be, and it can really drive so much more traffic to your website. Well, I think a lot of people think the the whole build it and they will come mentality, like I'm just going to build a website and all of a sudden I'm going to have all this traffic and all these people are going to love me and they're going to buy my products or my services and I'm going to be so busy. But unless you know what you're doing, you can end up wasting a lot of time and or you're just sitting there waiting for the phone to ring. Mm-hmm. So what can someone do right off the bat to start improving their SEL if they're just at the beginning stages? That's a great question. Like I said before, one of the, my mantras that I say over and over is that good business is good SEO. So the best thing that you can do is consistently write good content. And be- preach to the preach to the preach to the choir. Please, we say that so many times and no one believes us. Yeah, th- that is the best thing that you can do is consistently be and know who you are. Don't be distracted by all of the shiny objects. I really feel like people get wrapped up in all of the different things that are going on. And they'll maybe they'll be really consistent with blogging, for example, for a couple of months. But then they see that person over there who's now just stopped blogging and is doing videos. And then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, now they're doing podcasting. And they just kind of jump all around. But they're, it's just inconsistent. And it's not, it's just not good. But if yep. you just focus on a few things and do them really well and be true to who you are and be true to who your business is, that is going to really take good notice from not just Google, but your audience. But your audience, yeah. And your audience is really going to find you and, and know you. Well, and that's what we tell people all the time is then you start to blame, oh, blogging didn't work for my business. It's it's dead. Oh, video doesn't work for my business. I'm not good at it. Instagram doesn't work for my business. I don't have the time. It's because you dicked around on those platforms for two seconds and told yourself that it didn't work when really it takes you building those strong roots and staying there time and time again, even when it looks like it hasn't taken off yet in order for you to see the results of that. You know, and that's so true. And that's one of like the biggest like negatives that I can't, that it's, you constantly hear in the SEO world is that it's constantly changing. And to a degree, that's true. Google's constantly changing their algorithm. Right. And they do. But the fundamentals really stay the same, like writing really good content and building links, which mm-hmm. basically is a term that we didn't, we didn't talk about. But links are pretty obvious. When somebody links to you, that's basically a vote of confidence for your website. It's like yeah. saying, hey, this restaurant is really awesome or this, this coach over here is really fantastic. And you're just building that, that web within Google. And saying that that person's really great. So the more content you have that's really good, and the more people that share it and link to it, you just you just get a better vote of confidence. Because if you look at it from a user's perspective, when a user comes and looks at you and says, wow, this person has, like on Amazon, this product has 
9,000 reviews and yeah. 9,000 people have purchased it versus somebody else who another product, which maybe only have five reviews, you're always going to go with the one that has more reviews. So yep. more links or more vote of confidence is going to give you higher SEO. And you get more links by writing good content, more useful content that people like and they want to share. So how long does this take? Because I feel like, I mean, I know we've written for several years and obviously the longer the blog is around and the longer our content sits on the internet, the better it serves our business. But do you think someone can get good results with their SEO quickly? Like, is there certain things we can do to improve faster, better, stronger, quicker, (laughs) smarter? (laughs) All of those things. Yes. I love this. So I work with all kinds of clients. I have clients who I just started working with a client last December and she was brand new, brand new website, brand new domain, brand new everything. And I just sent her some performance reports last night. So this is top of my brain. And so when she started, she was basically like nothing, you know, she's starting out with nothing. And last night I was thrilled to send her just like her, her ranking performance. So going back to how, like how much Google is recognizing her for. and. I can't do the percentages off my top of my head, but I'm just going to estimate that it was like a, a gajillion, bedillion performance increase because yeah. she went from Google not recognizing her for anything to because she was consistent in her business, Google is now recognizing her for over a hundred keywords. That's so awesome. for a hundred keywords, for a hundred brand words that she wants to be known for, she's getting recognized for. And I... I help optimize her site in the beginning and I give her the reports, but she's really doing all the work. She's mm-hmm. linking, she's she's writing good content, she's she's the one who's doing the promoting and the social media. I'm just her cheerleader providing her <laughs> those awesome results and clapping for her on the side. So So if so, someone doesn't have an SEO expert yet, how can they figure out how they're doing SEO wise? Great question. One of the easiest things to do is to go to our friend Google and go up into the search bar and type in your brand name. Like, so I'm Clapping Dog Media. I would just type in Clapping Space Dog Space Media and not like the whole, not my whole domain name and just type, type that in and see what comes up. Now, because I'm a nerd bird and I do this a lot, I know when I type in that for myself, I'm the first in the search results bar. And over on the right-hand side, I have this, there's like this, it's called a schema, but you don't really need to know that. But over on the right-hand side, there's like my brand picture, my domain, like the hours that I'm open for business and all my contact information. And on the left is what's called site links, which basically is all of like the main pages on my website, like my contact us, a link to my blog, a link to my services page. And it's really fancy. So from Google's perspective, I'm active on the internet. I look, when people are searching for my brand name, they want to go probably directly to a site. So when I Googled myself, it looks like I'm doing pretty well. So if you Google your brand name up in the search bar without the domain, and that doesn't come up, there's probably some technical fixes that we need to do that needs to happen to your website. I don't know exactly what it is right now, but it could probably be, you know, your site map might need to be fixed or there's a couple technical things that need to be updated in order for your 
brand Google search to come up like mine does. Do you suggest searching this on like a private window or on like a computer that's not your own, that you're on your website all the time? Or does that make a big difference? You know, a cached site does make a difference. So I would just clear your cache and go check it out. And another thing that I recommend, other than just your domain name, is figure out what you want to be known for. Like, what would your perfect client search to find you? Like, is it natural light photography? Is it, you know, business strategy coach? You know, what is it that they're, that people would search for to find you? And what kind of clients do you want? And then I would search for that. And do you come up? And yeah. if you don't come up, then maybe your SEO is not doing as great as you want it to do. So if I want one of the fancy reports that you've made for me, <laughs> and I don't have access to Meg, is there like a website that generates some of these reports that shows rankings for keywords and search results and stuff like that? Sure. There is a ton of free websites out there that do, you know, generally what you can get from me. One of my favorite sites is called SEM Rush. And I use the paid version, but you can do it. You can get a free version where they give you like just a limited version, a limited amount of the results. And so you can go to SEM Rush, you can type in your domain name, you can search for keywords, and you can kind of see where you are in relation to everybody else. You can look at your kind of your competitors, if you will, and kind of see where you rank amongst everybody else. So like one of the greatest reasons why I use them is you can see how people find your site. So you can see how Google sees you, if you will, or how you're known according to Google. So you can type in your domain name and you can see like for the free version, they'll tell you the top 10 keywords people use to find your site. That's really helpful. It's totally awesome. Yeah. So then you just focus on adding in either more of those keywords, or if they're not the keywords that you want, figuring out what those are and providing great content with those words and making sure the pages on your site, when it makes sense in sentence form or whatever, having some of those words kind of spread out. That's exactly right. You guys can do it. You can totally do it. And other other websites that I like is there's one called SERPS, S-E-R-P-S. And they have a free tools section in their menu and they have a really great like keyword search tool and they also have a rank tool. You kind of have to do it one at a time. So it kind of slows you down a little bit, but it it really helps you if you're looking for for keywords that you want to be known for. So if you're a photographer, it would be really challenging to be ranked for the word photographer, but it will, it will give you alternative words that would be easier for you to be ranked for. So those are two tools that are free that you can go to Mm -hmm. right now that I would highly recommend. And of course, I'm always going to say Google analytics. Google Mm -hmm. analytics is one of those things that can also be overwhelming, but it really gives you a good idea of what your users are looking for because it's how they're spending time on your website, how they're getting to your site, what referrals are coming to. So I also recommend Google analytics. This, I think, really reiterates the point that we make time and time again of really truly get to know your target audience and get to know past that they're a female in their mid-40s making this amount of money because that type of information doesn't tell you their behavior and it doesn't tell you what they're doing when they go to Pinterest or when they go to Google. And so it's when you begin to know that 
that you're truly able to optimize your site for that particular person. You know, and I think that's that brings up something that I really love about SEO. And it's kind of like that, the intangible thing about SEO. When your SEO is working for people, like with the client that I just mentioned, who just started her business December, January time, is when it works for you and you're when you know your audience and you know what you want to be known for, they actually find you. When it works, you know who you are, you stick to your brand and you write, it works. And so you don't have to spend your time hustling and working and being exhausted all the time. You just do it. You just be who you are. People will find you then. Yep. So that's kind of like the intangible thing that I feel like is very worthy and it makes you feel worthy and it brings your value to your website and to your work. Because if you stop like kind of chasing the shiny objects and chasing the latest and the greatest and chasing all of like the famous people in our space around and you just stick to your who you are, it will work. SEO really does work if you just stick to it. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Here's the thing. I'm seeing what's happening. I'm listening to you and I'm imagining our listeners and there's a camp of people that are shaking their heads like, yes, Meg understands. She's so <laughs> smart. I totally get this. I'm going to go rock this. I'm going to go write some awesome content. And then there's a group of people that are like, oh my God, but I can't even get one blog post out. Like, How am I even going to possibly tackle one more thing? They're intimidated by the process and it just sounds overwhelming to get started. And I resonate with that. But at the same time, I've always been the person who's like, F that like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you guys have enough time. I mean, if we've been able to balance the I can't even tell you all the stuff we've been through in the last two years. But if we've been able to balance all of that and write as much as we have, anyone can do it like you don't have an excuse so but at the same time I do want to like feel for these people that are intimidated so I'm gonna like give them a minute and like you're fine so like if they are intimidated what would you say to those people make you mean intimidated about blogging like just like consistency and like what how do you even decide what keywords to use and How do you put them in your blog post and all of that? Well, you know, first of all, I don't like the word balance. I think balance is the dumbest word ever. And I don't, it's not allowed in my world because I don't balance what? We use the word blend. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just made that noise on your (laughs) podcast, but whatever. It's just such not in my vocabulary. So, you know. How do you find your keywords? Who are you and where are you going? Like, what do you want to be known for? And how do you want people to find you? Sometimes you need a really awesome, you know, person who's an expert in branding to kind of pull all of your crazy ideas and and nail them down. I totally recommend that sometimes. But then other times it's like whatever that lights you up and makes you you, that's what you want to be known for. And those are your keywords and the things that you can write about easily, you write about them. Maybe you do like some sort of audio thing and you, you just transcribe it, but your keywords are who you are and what you can easily, you can easily do. I think there is a lot of like friction or resistance to blogging because maybe writing doesn't come natural to you or you don't know what to write about or, you know, there's a million 
you're too busy. Well, then maybe you need to rethink some things or maybe you're doing too many things. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be found and you want people to Google you and you don't want to have to be striving and constantly marketing and constantly creating and doing and hustling, Mm -hmm. it is proven a million times over that everybody's going to Google you before they purchase from you. So you might as well be found on Google. Yep. And Google's not going anywhere, but there will be platforms that will leave. Like we've seen platforms come and platforms go, but Google is not going anywhere. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. So I want to get into, and this is, I don't know if I'm the only person who felt like this. I feel like I've talked to a lot of people who are in this kind of mindset. Before I met you and before we chatted and, and before you really gave us the insights about SEO and our own website, I really felt like investing money and hiring someone to optimize our site and especially work with us on a retainer was really scammy. And that there are people out there that are like, I'll just bill you 500 bucks a month for the rest of your life and you're going to rank number one and that's all you need to worry about. And so there are businesses out there and I've talked to a lot of them and, and not even in the necessarily creative space, but realtors and builders and plumbers and like people in my family who are like, yeah, I have this guy on retainer and he's going to get me, you know, my site. Great. And I feel like they're just bleeding money for no reason. And so talk to me about the process of what makes a good SEO expert? What kind of questions can someone ask to make sure that they're investing wisely if they do choose to do that? And what results should they be expecting from that person other than just the promise of you're going to be number one on Google? That is so awesome. <laughs> and if anybody tells you you're going to be number one on Google, just peace out, dude. Because there's, <laughs> no, there's no way you can be number one on Google, even if you do like the ads. You can't pay enough yeah. money to be number one on Google. So whatever, say bye-bye. <laughs> the, uh, bye-bye, friend. So, you know, a good SEO person is going to is going to help you kind of walk along with your business, understand who you are, what you want to do, and what you want to be known for. So the way I work with clients is a really deep dive into their brand, really understand who they are, and provide them with those keywords. I understand the way keywords work, and I, I, I understand how this mostly how this algorithm works as much as you can. And then I provide keywords that will be able to get them ranked pretty well fairly quickly based on volume and competition, which we don't have to go into now, but I do a deep dive into these these keywords. And then based on those keywords, I work with clients and help them figure out an editorial calendar. And that can be for blogging. Sometimes some of my clients are podcasters too. And then based on that podcast, we do a transcription and we get those words out there. But that is one way I really like to work with my clients. And I would recommend that SEOs, that any SEO that you talk to does that. They work with you with your keywords and your content plan. One of the biggest things that your SEO needs to do when you talk to SEOs is they need to provide performance markers. So I like to do it on a quarterly basis, but they can do it on a monthly basis if you produce a lot of content. But they need to show you how your results are doing on a keyword basis, on an organic search basis. But they need to provide basically their ROI. Like how are they helping your business grow? And it's everything from 
How are the keywords ranking? How is your site growing and getting more conversions? And there's a whole bunch of different reports that I like to provide to my clients and make it kind of easy for them to understand the value that I bring to them. So if they're not providing reports, I would run away. If they're not providing their results, I'd run away. And if they're not working with you to help incorporate their keywords into your content, I wouldn't work with them either. I think one of the biggest things you helped us do, because we were already producing a ton of content, that was never our problem. Content, bleeding, bleeding, content. (laughs) Content just shoots out of my brain. (laughs) It's, I mean, that was not the problem. But when we first talked to you, before you even like, stepped foot on editing our website on the back end at all. We just started talking about the what did you want to be known for thing. And I think a light bulb both went off for us and we're like, oh, clarity in our messaging and like rocket science. Like maybe we should like think about where we want our business to go. (laughs) Like, you know, goofy small I mean not the small things. Like it is giant But I mean, they're important questions to ask yourself. And so even if you're not working with someone really going through that process of like, where do you want to be going? What are things that if someone was to say, I need blank, and you want to be the first thing that someone brings up? Like, what is that thing? And we had to go through that process. And it quickly came to the surface that we were just talking about a bunch of stuff that was a little all over the place because we knew we could talk about it, not because that's what we wanted to be known for. And so it put a big clarity in our messaging. And we still have content that's not necessarily related to that, but it put focus on the content Emily and I produce. And so, yes, our guest posters have content that's a little more organic and a little less focused on the overall messaging, but our content specifically is based on a goal and a message and there's some clarity behind it. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's exactly right. That makes me so happy. (laughs) I feel like we should clap for that. (laughs) What a novel idea. I love it. And working towards it. (laughs) Exactly. And then you'll be found for it. And then when people, when it all comes together, we look at your keyword, like how are people finding you? And it's your messaging. It's like my work here is done. Mm -hmm. You don't have to spend so much time marketing to the wrong people. You want to be found for the right reasons by the right people. Exactly. I want to give some some grace to some people also in the sense that when you gave us the list of keywords that we were ranking for, there were two or three on there that I was like, I don't want to be known for that. Like, I hate that thing now. Like, why is that popping up so high on Google? But we realized that, okay, wait a minute, we can go back to that blog post, we can go back to that page, and we can edit it, and we can redirect people in the new direction that we want them to head. And so if you've spent six months, a year, five years, whatever, blogging about something, and you realize that you're wanting to change direction, that's okay. See which of the keywords that you're already ranking for and see if there's a way that you can pivot those instead of just drastically cutting everything out. That's totally right. I have a a quick funny story about that. I work with a business consultancy, a local business like They work for the government. It's like a government consulting. And when I pulled their first keywords, 
their top keyword was a happy hour at like this Mexican restaurant. So their number one was like in the restaurants called Bar Taco. And they were known they were known for their happy hour at Bar Taco when they were huge yes. contractor and they were like you've got to be kidding me. And we just rearranged it a little bit, put some keywords mm-hmm. in and within with with them because they were large and they had a lot of content out there. It was within a month that that their bar taco was down to like 20 on their keywords. I wish I could be known for bar taco. <laughs> I want that. So when we did their first report, their baseline report, I I went into their office which I it was great cuz they're they're local. Their CEO was like, "You've got to be kidding me. We do no. all of this great work and we're known for bar taco. Yeah, that's hilarious. If I start getting known for Chipotle burritos, I will throw a party. Yes, I say them every day. We can make that happen. <laughs> we can just, just squeeze that right in. So I was just eating my my burrito from mm-hmm. Chipotle, and, from Chipotle. And I was thinking about Trello. Trello. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them right together. Not that Meg knows anything about our business. Uh, uh, no, not that that's a sentence <laughs> that's so I would probably write. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. I know. So I think the key takeaway here is, for, especially for you guys that feel overwhelmed, I think that when we start to think about SEO, we're thinking of like looking at the back end of your site and looking at like all of these like meta descriptions and like all of these words that are just so unfamiliar to you. But if you really just step away from your website for a second, like, yes, that's where you need to implement the strategies, but step away from that. Go into your office, go to the coffee shop, ask your audience right now, really get to know the people who you already have and who you want to continue to serve and ask them, how did you find me? What key thing do I offer that makes you come back for more? What do you love that I talk about, that I write about, that I showcase, that I teach, that I sell? Ask your people that you already have and then gut check with yourself. Okay, is that what I want to keep being known for? Are those are the things that I want people to keep coming in the door for? And if it's not, literally write a different thing out and then start slowly integrating that into your about page, your services page, your blog content. Like it doesn't just have to be in a blog post as like, I went to Chipotle because you want to get known for Chipotle. It can be in all of those other pages of your website and you don't have to do them all today, but just start gathering that intel and start really gut checking yourself if that's what you want to keep doing moving forward and then figure out ways to weave that in. That's right. And I, you know, people always, one of my most frequently asked questions is how much and how long do I need a blog? And I think, and this is one thing that that has changed over the years with Google. But if you write some long, very rich content, like very helpful content, like 750 to 1200 word posts, I would say two to four times a month. That's really helpful. Like filled with really good keywords. That's also really, really helpful to your audience so helpful that they want to share it and they want to link to it and they want to post to it. They'll share it on all of their platforms. That's what you want to write. We're not talking about two to 300 words that's that's not very helpful that they've already known about. Long form, very rich content and that's easy to read. That's what you need. And once a week is recommended, but if you do, if you are overwhelmed and you, you can't find a way to fit into your schedule, if you do it twice a month, but it's very good, that's okay. Yes. Yes. Well, and the cool thing 
and I'm just saying this because, you know, more the better. But, you know, if you are able to do more, Uh, you will see results faster. That's right. Yes, you will. So, and I think that's the, the really cool thing with the way the internet works is that Google recognizes your hard work. Even if you feel like, oh, but I put all this effort in and nobody knows, well, Google does. That's right. <laughs> and it's so it's it's really nice to be rewarded in that way because I felt like sometimes it was like, why are we going through this all this effort? Like, it's so much work to write five days a week, which I mean, I personally don't write five days a week anymore. Thank, Thank the Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Jinx. Oh, jinx, that's we both. Really passionate about that. <laughs> Thank you to all of our guest posters. If you haven't guest posted yet, be sure to head to our website. And you can blog. get a you can get a link back That's to right. your website. It's a link back. I mean, it's our blog that has amazing presence saying your content is good. You're welcome. Yes, I mean, there's so much SEO love right here and right now. You know. Abigail, that is like my favorite thing about SEO is that just this, it kind of kills the imposter syndrome that I feel Mm -hmm. like is so prevalent in our world is like, if you just keep going and you keep your, your feet on the ground and your head straight and you just keep going, it is, SEO is a long game. It is not a short win, but if you just keep going, you'll, you'll win. I don't know if my feet were on the ground or my head was on straight, but (laughs) I mean, I, I definitely kept going. That That's a for sure thing. That's all that matters. <laughs> and there are people out there who want your content, you guys. Yes. Just go into Google and literally just start typing in a sentence like how to and then like a letter. And you will see the ridiculous things that people search for. And it's populated high because a lot of people are reading it. So if they're going to read stupid shit that's on that automated search thing, they're going to read your valuable content. So there's something out there for everyone. Yeah, you just have to make it. There's a, a site that I'm constantly referring to in my blog posts is that like Google Live Stats. There are four billion searches a day. That's insane. They want your content. Yeah, yeah, they're looking for it. Yeah, be you found. Just have to, are have they to finding make it good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, let's go ahead and head into our talk strategy to me segment, and I'd love to hear three ish action steps. For someone who's wanting to improve their SEO on their own, if they don't quite have the budget to hire someone yet. Totally. And one of them is repetitive, but start writing. Yeah. Um, write content. Just do it. Write good content. If you're on, I know you guys love the Squarespace, but if you're on WordPress, download a SEO plugin. There's a couple really great ones out there. My favorite is Yoast, but it will help you kind of optimize your blog post. You get a red light, a yellow light, or a green light if your blog post is optimized, and it will help you find a keyword for each blog post. So if you're on WordPress, download that free plugin. It's awesome. And then kind of along that keyword strategy or thinking is for every piece of content that you put out, focus on one thing. Don't try Mm -hmm. to write about, in one blog post, don't try to write about five different things. Write about one thing and write about it well. Then your next blog post, write about another thing. And for what I like to recommend is for about two to three months, focus on five to 10 different keywords 
and then we'll try to get those ranked well. And then for the next quarter, write for another set of keywords and we'll get those ranked well. And that's how you rank for multiple things. So you don't just have to be known for, you know, a natural light photographer in Boston. You can be known for lots of things because you're, you have a multifaceted business. Love it. Super helpful. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. It was great hanging out with you guys today. Let everyone know where they can find you and follow along with you on the internet. Woo! I am on the internet. Well, you can always Google me. Mm-hmm. You can find me. My website is clappingdogmedia.com. And I'm normally on Instagram. And that is at Meg P. Clark, Clark with an E. So that's where I hang out. Awesome. Thanks, babe. Hey, thanks. It was great to be here. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.